Hey, faithful listener. Thanks for tuning in to the P40 Ministries daily podcast. This podcast is dedicated to helping you grow spiritually so you can grow personally. Let's grow together by building a consistent Bible reading routine. This is Jen, your host, and today we will be discussing the book of Exodus. Hey, happy Friday, faithful listeners. Thanks for tuning in to the P40 Ministries podcast with your host, Jen. Now, today is a really exciting day because it's Friday and it's the weekend. But here in America, of course, it is a very exciting weekend. This is 4th of July weekend. And so I hope you guys have a fantastic couple days off and that you're able to enjoy your families or able to enjoy some barbecue. Oh, I love barbecue. And uh, maybe uh, hang out with some friends or have a party or something like that on 4th of July weekend. But I would love to get to know everybody that listens into the P40 Ministries podcast. And so I want to ask you guys a question. So what is your favorite 4th of July food? Or for those of you who don't live in America, what is your favorite barbecued food? (laughs) I love a good corn on the cob in the grill. Oh my goodness. Corn on the cob barbecued on the grill is just so good. My husband makes it fantastically. I've never had such a good corn on the cob. He'll like put the the cob right on the grill with with the 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 leaves on it and everything. I don't know what those are called, the silt. Is that what it is? But he'll put the entire thing just on the grill and it cooks itself so nicely. And it has just such a nice aroma when it's done. And oh my goodness, corn on the cob on the grill is just so, so good. I love it. So anyway, guys, I would like to get to know you and uh, I'd love to hear your answers to that question. So contact me at www.p40ministries.com slash contact and let me know what your favorite barbecued item is or your favorite 4th of July food, or you can answer it on Facebook and uh, we can talk that way as well. But we're not here to talk about barbecue, are we? (laughs) We're here to talk about the Bible. So let's go ahead and read Exodus chapter 9, verses 8 through 16. This is going to be the sixth plague that God sends to Egypt. And so I will be reading out the WEB version of the Bible this morning, but you guys should read out of whatever version you prefer to read out of. So let's go ahead and grab those cups of coffee and let's start reading. Yahweh said to Moses and Aaron, Take handfuls of ashes of the furnace and let Moses sprinkle it towards the sky in sight of Pharaoh. It shall become small dust over all the land of Egypt and shall be boils and blisters breaking out on man and on animal throughout all the land of Egypt. They took ashes out of the furnace and stood before Pharaoh and Moses sprinkled it up towards the sky and it became boils and blisters breaking out on man and on animal. The magicians couldn't stand before Moses because of the boils for the boils were on the magicians and on all the Egyptians. Yahweh hardened the heart of Pharaoh, and he didn't listen to them as Yahweh had spoken to Moses. Yahweh said to Moses, Rise up early in the morning and stand before Pharaoh and tell him, This is what Yahweh, the God of the Hebrews, says, Let my people go that they may serve me. For this time I will send all my plagues against your heart, against your officials, and against your people, that you may know that there is no one like me in all the earth." For now I would have stretched out my hand and struck you and your people with pestilence and you would have been cut off from the earth. But indeed for this cause, I have made you stand to show you my power 
and that my name may be declared throughout all the earth. So this is the uh, sixth plague now. We had the plague of the Nile River turning to blood and then the frogs. And then after that was the lice, I believe, then the flies, ugh, the flies. And then um, what was after that? Oh, and then the um, the plague of the pestilence with the animals. And so now this one is called the boils or the blisters. And so God is directly attacking an Egyptian God with this one, as he is doing with all the other plagues that he sent on Egypt. And the Egyptian God, that little G God, that God, big G God, is attacking is Isis. And this was the God of healing. So this particular God that the Egyptian people worshipped, I think it was a goddess, actually, I might be wrong. But um, this particular God or goddess that they worshipped was the God or goddess of healing. And they worshipped this image and believed that um, basically this particular image of this God or goddess would heal them if they worshipped it, basically. And so God is directly attacking Isis, this particular god or goddess that the Egyptian people are worshiping. And he's saying here, look, I am the most powerful out of everybody. You can worship this Isis goddess all you want, but it doesn't matter. It's me who heals. It's me who gives life. It's me who, uh, you know, does all this stuff. So basically in verse eight here, Yahweh says to Moses and Aaron, he's like, take handfuls of ashes from the furnace. And you know, like uh, wood burns down into ashes. And so he's telling Moses and Aaron to scoop up some of this, these ashes, these dark black ashes from the fireplace and to basically sprinkle it in front of the Pharaoh. So there isn't a particular warning that's happening here. Pharaoh is probably so irritated by Moses and Aaron at this point. And so now Moses and Aaron is standing in front of him and uh, they have all this, these ashes in their hands. And Pharaoh's probably like, oh boy, what now? But Pharaoh, of course, was wrong. You know, his heart was so hardened he refused to let those people go. He still was torturing them. He was still uh, putting them in intense labor and all sorts of different things. And so Pharaoh was refusing to let God's people go. He had no right to be irritated with Moses and Aaron, which we do find out he later on that he truly is irritated with them. He had no right because he could have let the people go a long time ago. God gave him chance after chance after chance after chance. And yet this Pharaoh is still refusing to let the people go. And it says that many times through the Bible, Pharaoh hardened his own heart and set his mind that he was not going to let the people go. And so now Moses and Aaron are standing in front of him with these this handful of ashes and Moses starts sprinkling it and it probably blows away with the wind. And God says that this is going to happen in order so that it will become a fine dust over the entire land of Egypt. And when it settles on the skin of the people, it's going to form these little blisters. Can you imagine like a fine dust like that settling down on like your skin and no matter where it is, a boil or a blister breaking out? Oh my goodness, that must have been so painful because these these men were probably covered in these boils and these blisters. And so at this point, it actually says now that the magicians couldn't even stand before Moses. So one thing we need to understand about Egyptian history, ancient history, was that the Egyptians were huge on personal cleanliness. These boils and these blisters would have forced these magicians basically to not be allowed to worship their multitude of gods, basically. 
because they were not allowed to stand before their gods in this state with all these boils and blisters on them. So now they're not even allowed to worship their gods they have because they had to be super clean in order to worship their gods and so god is not only attacking the goddess of healing the egyptian god or goddess of healing but he's attacking all the gods at this point because now the people can't even worship their gods without breaking rules they can't stand in front of pharaoh to worship the pharaoh and they can't stand in front of their their images and stuff like that to worship those images and so god is attacking almost every single egyptian god at this point with this one saying like look you guys don't need to worship these little gods You don't need to worship these fake images that you have created. You need to be worshiping the real God. You need to be worshiping Yahweh. Now it says that uh, the magicians couldn't even stand before Moses because of the boils for the boils were on all the magicians and on all the Egyptians as well. And I wonder at this point, how many Egyptians started turning away from their, their images and started worshiping God at this point. I really wonder because too many crazy things are happening at this point for them not to realize that this is God's power, especially if they were hearing of what Moses and Aaron were saying and doing. And then everything that they were saying and doing was coming true. They must have known this is God at this point. And so now it says here though, that, um, Pharaoh's heart was hardened, this time by God, and Pharaoh refused to listen to Moses and Aaron, just as Yahweh had predicted, pretty much. And so then it says here after this in verse 13, that now God wants Moses and Aaron to stand before Pharaoh once again, in verse 13. And he says here, um, basically, get up early, Moses and Aaron, and stand before Pharaoh and tell him, let my people go that they may serve me, because this time God is going to send all of his plagues on the Egyptian people in full force and on your servants and on your people so that you may know without any doubt and acknowledge that there is no one like God in all the earth. So this is why God was doing all of this. He was doing it to show the Egyptian people who he was. I mean, God cared about the Egyptian people. He wanted them to turn from their false idols and worship him. He cared about them. And so he's saying here that he is doing this stuff to show the Egyptian people who he is and the Israelites as well. But it's for the Egyptians as well to show them God's power. And so it says in verse 14 that this time, though, God is going to send all of his plagues on them in full force. I almost wonder, you know, I I just said a moment ago, I wonder how many Egyptians started turning to God during all this, because it was just kind of crazy, the the stuff that was happening. So maybe many of them at this point started turning to God. But at this point, God must have been getting kind of irritated that many of the Egyptians were still worshiping their false idols and stuff like that. Because here's what God says. He says, now I'm going to send my plagues on you guys full force. And we read about in the end times and different times throughout the Bible where God says that even though I did this and this and this to show people my power, they still didn't turn to me. They still continued to worship their false idols and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's been (laughs) that's mentioned in the end times that people are going to continue to do that in the end times, even though God's going to show his power once again to the entire world, people aren't going to turn to God. And so I wonder 
if God is almost saying like at this point, I'm going to send all the plagues in full force because you're still not turning to me. Many Egyptian people are still continuing to worship their idols. He says here now that he's going to send his plagues in full force, because if we look at some of the last plagues that God did, none of them were actually fatal. If you look at them up until this point, none of them have been fatal. They've been uncomfortable. They've been disgusting. They've been sickening. They've been painful, but they've never been fatal, at least not to humans. There was the one with the pestilence of the animals, but to humans, nothing has been fatal yet. But now God is saying it's about to get intense here. It's about to start getting fatal because not only is Pharaoh not listening to me, but possibly many Egyptians are still choosing to not listen to me. They're still choosing to worship their false idols. And so God says now it's about to get intense. It's about to get crazy. God is going to start sending his his plagues in full force. And he says here to the Egyptian people, he says, by now, I could have put my hand out and struck all of the Egyptians with pestilence and they would have been obliterated from the earth. That is what the AMP says. The AMP version of the Bible says that God says that the people will be cut off or obliterated from the earth, the Egyptian people. God has that power to do that. But he says here mercifully in verse 16 that he is not going to do that. He did not do that because he wants to show his power to the people. And not just completely 100% wipe them out, but he wants to show his power to them and be like, look at my power. Look at how I can take plagues away in an instant. And these flies are just gone. Look at how I can protect these animals, the people that follow me. Look at how the people who follow me have uh, water and have uh, health and have healthy animals and stuff like that. Look at that. Why aren't you? Also following Yahweh, when you can see how the Israelites are being treated differently, that is what will happen if you follow Yahweh. You will be protected as the Israelites will be and stuff like that. I'm starting to get really passionate here. (laughs) But basically, it says that uh, God is telling the people like, look, I could obliterate you, but I'm not going to do that. And so he's saying, I'm not going to do that because I want to show you guys who I really am. And that's where it ends off here in verse 16, that he is going to express who he is and that the people are going to proclaim his name throughout all the earth, which is what ends up happening. God ends up doing that very thing. And to this day, the Jewish people still celebrate Passover and many Christians do as well to commemorate this story, how God brought the Israelites out of Egypt. This is still talked about to this day. This is still celebrated to this day. So yes, God certainly has his name proclaimed throughout all the earth as people still continue to celebrate Passover year after year after year and remember what God did for the Israelites here in Egypt. So friends and faithful listeners, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode this morning. I hope you guys really enjoyed it and you are getting a lot out of the book of Exodus and stuff like that. Some things that maybe you haven't thought about or haven't looked into much, but I hope that you guys are really enjoying these episodes because I certainly am. It's really interesting to dive down into um, into ancient history and stuff like that and read some of this old stuff. I really, really enjoy doing this. But friends and faithful listeners, if you love the episode, please rate it and share it on your social media platforms. But I want you guys to have a fantastic 4th of July weekend, and I hope you guys have wonderful weather and that you are blessed with your friends and family members. Happy listening and God bless.